Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, sacred friends. I am Lori Andros, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Uh, Today, I am coming to you from camp. Um, from the North Woods. Wow. And uh, <laughs> what, how delightful. Um, I'm just as I said hello or said good morning or whatever I said, <laughs> a hummingbird buzzed in and went over to the feeder and so politely reminded me <laughs> that, hey, you need to put some fresh, fresh, sweet water in here. So we'll be doing that later today. Ah, what a great fun way, though, to kick off the first episode being recorded here at camp to have a visitor of a hummingbird. Um, so much sweetness. And that's really what it feels like to be here, to be at camp, um, to be up on this land. You know, I'll, I'll call it camp, but, <laughs> and I'll call it camp because it really is. Um, we're here camping. We have our camper up here. Um, and we have, you know, really limited resources from all traditional home respects. Um, but we are, quite lavish (laughs) in that it really feels like we're glamping um really glamping seriously come on we got a we got a nice camper you know we've got um we do have electricity yes our remote land has electricity which is kind of a rare thing here in the north woods um we we have just a beautiful view and you know, every the the earth itself here, it just feels rich and alive and um, like the juiciness, sweetness of life that is that's all right here. And it just feels like an incredible sacred gift to uh, to be here. And it really feels um, sweet, very, very sweet to be sharing this space with you because that's really what I feel when I'm here and I'm either doing a Facebook Live or recording something. I feel like I'm bringing you into this sweet, sweet space and it feels like a really sacred gift to be able to share it with you. So I get the sense that uh, this incredibly inspiring and sweet space uh, (laughs) is going to be prompting a whole series of episodes, podcast episodes this summer that are have its own flavor. And the flavor being connecting with land, connecting with sacred places, sacred spaces, and really sinking into ceremony and ritual to create a harmonious and honoring relationship, mutual relationship. And what that looks like and, you know, the, the living of it that Chris and I experience while we're here, as well as um, some of the deeper 
you know, insights and understandings that come forward. So that really leads me into today's episode and what we're going to talk about, where we are going to go in conversation. And today's episode is going to be about, um, is it really comes from a question of, hey, uh, are you paying attention to the rocks that you may otherwise regard as utilitarian? The crystals and stones and rocks that tend to be underfoot, the driveway, the things that we have, you know, that are, are resourced and utilized in our driveways. Think about landscape rocks. Think about the rock in your house that's used for things like countertops um, or even other utilitarian things. Like, for example, years ago, I picked up a gorgeous um, vase while in Bar Harbor, Maine. And uh, this rock, it was a rock. It was a rock that was cut and carved out as a vase. And it's this beautiful piece of basalt. And very often I don't really think of it beyond the fact that it serves the purpose of holding a collection of feathers for me, right? But it, but it's a gorgeous, you know, connection with the earth, with that location, with um, the wisdom that's held in, in a, that area of Acadia National Park and um, that area of Maine, which is really rich. Um, and a, a really rich and alive energy. So this episode, uh, the idea uh, for it um, really popped up uh, earlier this week as I was preparing for, um, well, actually, <laughs> as I was preparing for the morning uh, Facebook Live. So if you're not a part of our Crystal Shaman Life Facebook group, I want to invite you over there. I do a weekly of uh, Monday morning crystals, coffee conversation, kick off the week. Um, tune in to some really great stuff. Uh, um, Monday morning Facebook Live. It's 9:30 a.m. Central Time each week. Um, I'd love for you to join us in the group. One of the requirements to join the group is that you must answer all the questions. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people pop in and uh, even though it says all questions must be answered in order to be welcomed into this group and they skip every single question. So, um, but really that's one of the ways that we, we hold a safe and sacred space in there is that we want people to come in heart to heart and with real, um, real honest and heartfelt and uh, answers with integrity and love and, and, um, desire to connect. So, you know, don't feel like you need to have, write us a book. That's not what we're looking for. But, um, <laughs> but we just want to know it's a real person and not, you know, a bot that, uh, that's traveling through Facebook. So that's one of, one of the ways that we identify that. All right. And that's kind of a goofy little, little ramble there. But, um, but anyway, um, as I was preparing, I was, it was a really cold morning. Um, we're talking like 42 degrees, 43 degrees. Um, it had rained the night before. So all of the driveway rock here at camp was wet. And as I was walking the driveway, walking the land a little bit, I kept noticing the stones in the driveway differently than I do when they're all dry and in the heat of the sun. And what I was noticing 
was the vibrancy of their colors. And I felt like the ones that uh, maybe sometimes just blend into the background were really jumping out into the foreground and um, revealing themselves in a different way. And so I paid attention and I just observed. I, I tuned in with all of my senses, observing and paying attention to what what was different beyond the fact that they were wet. And I felt like beyond the fact that the stones were wet and their colors were naturally more vibrant, I felt that they were inviting connection. They were inviting a deeper awareness. And so I started just picking pieces up. And what I began finding was not just driveway rock, which is, you know, basalt and um, here in, in the UP, um, in this area of the UP, we have really rich uh, red and black basalt rock uh, that comes from old mines that's um, broken down and crushed for driveway rock. And uh, I started looking a little closer and looking a little closer and looking a little closer. And what I was finding was gorgeous pieces of calcite with epido inclusions, gorgeous pieces of calcite with a deeper green stone that I'm not entirely certain what it is, but I'm curious. I have some thoughts, some ideas. And then I found some stones that I've heard about being able to find in the UP on certain beaches. And those stones are things like um, <clears throat> chlorastolite, chrysocala, copper, rhyolite, serpentine. Oh yeah, all of that was mixed in with the red and black basalt that's all over our driveway. And it got me really thinking, thinking about how so often we go and, you know, we, we search out or seek out, you know, really beautiful specimens. And let me tell you that I will not discount any of my beautiful specimens because I love, love, love um, the beautiful specimens that I have. But I think sometimes we miss what's underfoot, what's right here in our environment what's surrounding us all the time and the natural wisdom that wants to come forward from the places and spaces that we occupy on a regular basis. Places and spaces that are rich with wisdom. If we just allow ourselves to slow down a bit, be present, open our hearts, listen, pause. It's pretty spectacular what can be present. So my invitation today with today's episode is to invite you to do that, to begin paying closer attention to the stones that you maybe have always regarded as utilitarian, that have a very clear purpose. But, um, you, and because of that purpose, you maybe don't pay attention to them. Or if you do, you kind of just shrug it off and keep moving. I want to invite you to when you have that spontaneous moment of awareness that, oh, hey, this rock on the ground is trying to get my attention, um, that you actually pause and pick it up, pick it up and look at it, pick it up and hold it. Pick it up and connect with it. 
I know in some ways that can feel really awkward, but hey, I know you're here listening to this podcast because you have already moved through that really bizarre part of yourself or that part of yourself that felt that that was really a bizarre thing to do, right? (laughs) You've already moved through that and you are at the place of like, oh yeah, well, this is my normal. So um, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to just say, this is my normal and I invite you to uh, have this be a part of your normal as well that it is okay to pick up a rock, you know, as you're, as you're moving through, um, a space, a rock that jumps out and, you know, maybe it just wants to be relocated. Maybe it wants to connect with you. Maybe it wants you to pass it on to someone else. I have a friend who's really artful at that. She finds incredible, amazing rocks all of the time. And, um, I, she'll just drop me a note and say, Hey, Lori, I have a rock for you. And she'll pop over and drop off the rock and (laughs) take off. And it's just so delightful because I know that it comes from this deep heartfelt place and that she's really sincerely like tuning into what the rocks um, are asking of her. And I, I know, um, from what she shared with me, you know, this is something she does all the time with other people as well. And in, in a beautiful, sweet, heartfelt way, like she just listens to the rocks and, um, and honors what they're asking of her. So I want to invite you to do that as well. So I think, you know, one of the things that often comes up, um, when we talk about this piece of, you know, connecting with the rocks. I think the question of how do we do that? What do we do when we pick up a rock that we just find? I think we've kind of gotten to this place of like, you know, when we have a rock that's labeled and knowing what it is and, you know, having it identified, you know, like we have kind of a routine and process with that. I think that's become kind of, um, a, a thing that is, um, well, maybe normal or, um, something that we just do, uh, with, with, uh, crystals and stones. If you go to a rock shop, you know, you kind of have this thing, right? You go to the rock shop, you find a stone you like, you inquire about what it is. You might get a bit of wisdom about it. And then maybe you have a little practice you do that, you know, ritual to connect with it or, um, to, uh, to meditate with it or whatever your, your process is, right? You've kind of got that. But we, we don't really talk so much about what are the ways that we connect with rocks when we don't know who they are or what they're about. And I think this is an equally valuable place to be exploring. And this, to me, is actually the place where we find and connect with the richness of life and the richness of the earth and actually cultivate a very real and meaningful relationship with the earth. And we do that because we are in the place of the unknown. We are in the place of connecting through awe and wonder and complete discovery without any sort of like already sense of this is what this is and this is what it's going to do for me. We come in open. There's a a different layer of receptivity. And when we can step into connection with the crystals and stones and from that place, oh my goodness, wow, 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 magic really happens. Magic shows up. So here's a, here's just a basic kind of step-by-step of what to do here, you know, and, and let help yourself to really navigate this in a more comfortable and easeful manner. One, 
pick up the stone that's got your eye. <laughs> if it's got your attention, pick it up. Carry it around. So number two, carry it around. Hold it. Maybe you're going to pop it in your pocket and let it hang out there all day. Maybe you'll just carry it in your hand for a while as you continue your walk. Let yourself ask questions. This is number four. Let yourself ask questions. So number one, pick it up. Two, carry it around. Three, hold it, feel it, connect it. Number four, ask it questions. Yeah. Sometimes we forget to ask. You know, they talk about this with the angels all the time, right? Don't forget to ask your angels for help. Well, it's the same thing with crystals. We need to ask our crystals for help. Ask them. Be specific. When they, when we're crystal clear on how they can help us, they can be crystal clear on how they show up. And the right ones can show up for us. So ask, 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 ask. Uh, then the last thing, the next thing, number five, is to love up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love up on it. You know, like really when I say love up on it, um, let yourself like feel it, get to know its texture, get to know what it feels like in your hand. How does, how you hold it in a way that feels natural for you? Um, does it want to be placed on your body someplace? Go ahead and do that. If it does trust it, like this is where we get to expand our intuition, expand our strength in trusting our intuition. And summer is such a magnificent season for innocence, for, for getting creative and playful and exploring things a little bit differently. It's a time to strengthen uh, like create strength in our capacity to trust our intuition. That's where there's a beautiful dance between the two. And then the last thing that I have on here, and this is really kind of falls under love it up, um, but is to just massage it with some oil massage, you know, like earthy rocks, um, their colors, like when we pick up a rock from a driveway or from you know, some landscape rock, it will reveal itself even more as we, um, as we get it wet, as we massage it with a little oil. Um, and when I say massage it with a little oil, that can be an essential oil. It can be, um, a cooking oil. It can be a mineral oil. Ask, ask the stone what feels amazing for it. And then trust that Chris and I, this is something um, that Chris and I do a lot of, and we both have really different practices with it. And it's really fun to watch um, how Chris does this in his own way. And he'll have these evenings where it's like he has this almost, it's almost like this meditative process for him um, and like little sacred practice. And, you know, I don't know what he would regard this as, but, um, you know, just, this is my, how I observe what he does. Um, he'll just pull out some oil and he'll just kind of look through his collection of rocks on his desk and he'll just start picking them and then he'll change his oil and then he'll start picking rocks and he'll just massage them and he'll put them in new places rearrange them and like shake up his altar and stuff like that but it feels like there's like a like when i observe it what i feel from it is that there's a restructuring and he's he's um processing or thinking about something specific that maybe he's working through internally. And this is like a part of that process for him. It's helping him to move through that. And um, I want to like open the door to 
invite you to connect with your stones in new ways like that. And that really is a beautiful way to do that. Um, we, we do this a lot with our beach stones, uh, Chris and I do. Um, and we just, it's over time, they soak in that oil and they maintain that richness of color even longer. It's just a, it's a fascinating, fun thing to do. So and serves many, many purposes, many amazing purposes. Okay. And, uh, just one cute fun story as we wrap up today. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned countertops at the beginning of this episode. And I think, you know, over the years, as I've traveled to, you know, different parts of the country and met with some of my friends, um, from different parts of the country and stayed at their homes or, you know, visited their homes and stuff like that. I've had an opportunity to, oh, and hummingbirds back again. Oh, how sweet. Um, I have had an opportunity to experience many different countertops, like stone countertops. And one of my friends had a, a beautiful Labradorite countertop. I mean, oh my gosh, my heart just like still gushes over it. Um, but recently, uh, a friend, of, a, a local friend of mine had this beautiful piece of granite. Actually, it was nice, um, beautiful piece of nice and it had a leather finish and I was like just ooing and eyeing over this finish of the countertop because it's not something I had seen before it was new to me and uh, so I'm gushing over this finish right I'm running my hand over the stone and all of a sudden something catches my eye and I look just a little bit closer and what do I see oh yeah I see a garnet inclusion and I'm just, I just kind of paused and I looked and I'm like, no way. Yep. Look a little closer. That is surely a garnet. So then I start expanding my, you know, search on her countertop and I'm like, oh yeah, there were garnet inclusions all over in this countertop. Oh my goodness. How amazing. So not only was it juicy from its feel of, um, this leathery finish, it was juicy in the sense that it actually had juicy garnets in it. Wow. Rich, rich, deeply rooted, juicy garnets. So, you know, very often, um, our practical stones, things that we just, you know, see and, and don't really think too much about, they have something really yummy within them. So let yourself just shift your senses a bit, pay attention, listen, look, watch. All right. So with that, I have two um, things I want to share with you today. Uh, the June masterclass for the Crystal Shaman School was talking with the stones. This is a great masterclass for anyone who wants to create a deeper connection with the crystals and stones. Um, you can find that over at crystalshamanschool.com forward slash masterclass. Uh, there's a whole series of classes there. There were six of them. You can um, purchase just one or purchase all of them. The entire collection is uh, recorded and uploaded and ready for you to just dive in. Um, that's a really great class, a really, really great class. Also, uh, the, um, the Crystal Wisdom 101 
program. Um, this is a five-week self-study program, and it is a great way to connect with the crystals and stones, get to know a bit of the science, get to know a bit of how to actually connect with them. And this whole class takes it from a little bit of a shamanic twist or perspective. It's five weeks self-study all in little chunked videos that makes it really um, easy to just like sit down and, you know, jump in with a chunk and something that's digestible and then move on to the next piece. And, um, and there's, you know, I would say each class is probably about an hour to an hour and a half, but in multiple little videos and different activities and reflection rituals and fun stuff like that. So there's probably, you know, about eight to 10 hours of content, um, really great, rich content that is on sale for the summer or uh yeah summer for a summer magic sale and uh use discount code magic all caps m-a-g-i-c 21 at the checkout and you'll receive 30 percent off of that class it's a great deal um have fun with it enjoy that and uh yeah um dive in dive in dive in dive in have fun with the crystals and stones this summer all right, my sacred friends, that is what I want to share with you this week. And I will be coming to you again uh, with some other magic from the Northwoods. I wish you a beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.